So before we get started, please take a minute to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at iShipItPod. You can also visit us on our website, iShipItPod.com, or email any questions or comments directly at iShipItPod, or to, uh, to us, to us at iShipItPodGmail.com. Every time I say this, I feel like Alexi Darling from Buzzline. You can email me at DarlingAlexiNewsCom.net, or you can page me at... But if you are feeling supportive and you want to help us grow, you can donate via PayPal, shop our Amazon affiliate link, or buy us a coffee. And last but certainly not least, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends that you ship it. Pretty please. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't Hey there, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast, your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. It is week three of NaNoWriMo slash November in general, um, and I did a thing this weekend. First of all, let me preface this by I the fact that Jer is out of town and I am by myself, which is probably not the greatest thing. I mean, I'm not the kind of person who should be left alone for more than like four days at a time because I do things like I'm doing right now, which is drinking Arbor Mist through a straw out of a um, regular cup instead of a wine glass, which for some reason feels lower, like... <laughs> Like I'm in a worse place than if I was drinking it out of a wine glass. And I'm not sure where that comes from, where that edge of sophistication I feel a wine glass for my juice comes from, but it it is there and I no longer have it. I've spent most of my time alone um, watching Disney Plus because our sexy, silent, wonderful producer informed me that we have a membership now. Uh, through Verizon. And thanks, by the way. Um, I have spent the entire weekend, more or less, working on Nano, which I'll get to in a second, if you're wondering where that update is. And also um, binge watching, like to the fullest extent of the word, binge watching the Disney Channel original series from 1999, So Weird. Which has to be some of the greatest television that the Disney Channel has ever created. And I will I will go on the record for that. Okay, that's that's an important thing I want you all to know. I almost did this week's episode on So Weird. Except that if you recall, I tried to talk about it a few months ago and found that there were there was no fanfic for it. And the one that I could find that was worth reading, I already gave to you guys, um, which was that beautiful. 30k fem slash crossover fic with Fiona Phillips slash Joe Harvell from Supernatural. And I don't need to get into how gorgeous that was again, because I'll never, (laughs) I'll never have more of it. So I don't need to, to drown in my sorrows there. But I was excited to find that so weird in my brain, at least still fucking slaps. I don't care what anybody says. Um, It was great. I've had so much fun reliving my seventh grade, (laughs) my seventh grade obsession. It was the first paranormal show that baby Emily really got into. Um, It was like it paved the way perfectly for, um, for my bizarre, morbid fascinations 
in the future. So like, thanks. So weird. Um, I, I will forever wish that there was more of you and that people on the internet were either had written more at the time or would join me in reviving, <laughs> if there ever was one, the So Weird fandom and writing some fic about it. Because like, that shit's great. And I still ship the people that I shipped back when I shipped them in in seventh grade. So like, clearly, it has it has lasting staying power it, as a potential fandom, or with me, a potential fic writer. Um. The other thing that I binge watched this weekend when I wasn't just watching So Weird <laughs> was Kat Denning's new series on Hulu, Dollface. Uh, all 10 episodes were posted on Friday. I watched them all between Friday and Saturday. It is so delightful. It's so fucking weird. Not to, you know... <laughs> beat a dead horse with the same phrase, but like it is weird. It's delightfully weird. It's very surreal. Um, it kind of was reminiscent like with the, the blur between her imagination and her real life experience kind of reminded me of like Allie McBeal kind of, um, what I can remember. Cause I was way too young to watch that show when I did watch it. But if I'm remembering correctly, there was some surrealism there and it's kind of similar to what was going on with Dollface. Anyway, so cute. Tell your girlfriends to watch it. I told my girlfriends to watch it because there were so many moments that I was like, this is an exact conversation I've had with my best friends. And it's all so good. It's all so good. And I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, so please, 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 please watch it. And tell me what you think. I don't think it's... It's got fanfic potential, um, but it does, you know what it does have? It does have a lot of great Kat Dennings moments that I can GIF and screenshot and use as photo sets for potential Darcy Lewis fandom content, um, which of course is what I'm always looking for, especially for my own personal fix that I like to illustrate and animate with um, images as well. So watch Dollface. I'll say it. I've been saying, you know what? Fuck it. I've been saying it since 1999. I've been saying this for 20 years. Please watch So Weird with me. Please. <laughs> I really want to talk to somebody about it. And no one in my life has ever watched it with me. And um, I would really like, honestly, I'd probably really like to write some fic about it. I don't have time right now and I don't need another fucking project, but I, I think I would, I would absolutely, I know I would read more fic about it. Um, but I would like to talk about it. <laughs> Is that weird? It might be whatever, like anything matters. I don't give a shit. Um, it, it's probably bizarre for a 32 year old woman to want to talk about a Disney channel original series that she loved 20 years ago, two zero, two decades ago. Um, the CGI is terrible and the acting is so silly, but there were some moments that tugged on the old feelers still. So whatever. I fucking love it. Still slaps in my book. Anyway, somebody watched the show and talked to me about it because it made me so happy. It made me so happy all weekend that I had it on. So comforting. You know, it's like coming home. 
to a tour bus with a made-up rock band and chasing paranormal things with my uh, my friend Fiona Phillips, and then later Annie. We don't need to get into Annie, but uh, as anyway, that's been my weekend so far. Kind of sounds pathetic, I guess. Arbor mist and so weird, but I mean, whatever. To each their own. Uh, I've also been writing. I know you're worried. Also been writing. Now, the problem is I have not been writing the fic that I set out to write. Back, way back when I was a younger, different, better person on November 1st, I decided I was going to write, as I've mentioned before, a Shield Shock-centric Practical Magic AU um, for for Nano and put my own personal, you know, flair on that take, that story with my faves. And I said I was going to do this and I was really excited and I made a Pinterest board and I made a little graphic to go with it. And I built myself a little playlist that was like witchy songs. And I had like all kinds of inspiration and I have run completely out of inspiration. I have I have the biggest the worst worst case of uh I guess vampire brain. Now that's not as supernatural as it sounds. It's like that one idea that sinks its stupid fucking teeth into your head and is like, you don't need to be doing this. You can <laughs> just leave it alone. And you cannot do that. And um, the the world does not need you to, you know, to put this out there. You're not doing anything different. You're not doing anything good. Um, and and I know, guys, I fucking know that I wrote an entire, I wrote, I, I gave us all, all of us, because I needed this pep talk too. I gave us all an entire treatise on not listening to this particular vampire, right? And just to fucking write it anyway, because we wanted to hear it. We wanted to read it. We wanted blah, blah, blah. That that pep talk is not even helping me. So I hope it's helping other people. Like, I really hope that I was like super inspirational and nobody has needed to go back to that because um, it it is not helping me. I cannot bring myself to get rid of whatever bullshit is blocking my brain about writing this fic. So that's really that's really disheartening because I kind of liked it at first. And now it's like with every word I'm like this is out of character. This they shouldn't be in these roles. This isn't all that good. Um nobody wants it. Nobody likes it. And, and that's that's possibly true, but nobody's fucking read it. So it's not like I have people like not responding to it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should just post some of it and then like See if anybody gives a fuck, and then that might help me. Probably not, though. I don't know. I I don't like this right now, guys. I don't like feeling like this. I also don't like talking about it. So, because it's actually not making me feel any better. I thought it might, but it's it's not. I'm in this conversation with myself now, and it's not that fun. Um, but what I did instead. Now, this is what's kind of great about Nano is that there are no rules. Just right. It's all in the honor system. So instead of giving up, which I could have because I'm about halfway through and what better time to just abandon an idea or a goal or whatever than when you're halfway done and it's just as easy to keep going as it is to say, fuck it, 
and be done, right? Best time to quit. (laughs) Please note my sarcasm. So I'm halfway done, could quit, don't feel like it. That's how lazy I am right now. So instead, I drank some more Arbor Mist. Again, I don't drink real wine like a grown-up. I drink juice, okay? Juice with slight alcohol content, mostly wine for kids. Um, Drank some more Arbor Mist, and I put on, of all things, I put on some Christmas music, and I worked on two different Christmas fanfics that I have in the works for December. And in doing that, I was able to reach my word count goals for the whole weekend. And I'm actually ahead now because I got on a bit of a roll after I watched uh, <laughs> after I watched Frozen last night, which I haven't seen since it came out in the theater in 2013. I didn't go, like I went to see it in the theater, but I saw it when it came out and I haven't seen it since. And it is so cute, but you guys know that. I don't need, that's not a, <laughs> it's not a hot take. That's not like, oh, what a controversial what a controversial opinion you're sharing there, Emily. Really? Frozen's adorable? It is. And I really enjoyed it. And I listened to some Mariah Carey Spotify and got in as close to the Christmas spirit as I probably will get this year. Unfortunately, I did it in the middle of November. So sorry, December. Uh, you're going to have to just, we're going to have to shine it on if we need any then. Um, but I did, I wrote, I wrote some, some words, I got some words out and that's really the most important thing. That is what we can take away from nano, right? Is that it reinforces the idea of writing every day and your writing not being based solely on or dependent upon either talent or inspiration and it being something that, you know, that you can, a muscle that you can exercise, right? And it doesn't really matter what you're putting on the page as long as you're writing something every day. That's what we get from Nano. We also get um, stress rashes and anxiety headaches and a lot of self-loathing. Now, to combat that, I have this podcast and I have you guys to pull me out of this slump. So we're going to, we're going to get to the reason that I do this every week. And I'm I'm going to possibly possibly I'm going to be a little saltier than I've been the last couple weeks with this particular podcast because I am speaking this week about a gross injustice, a terrible tragedy that has befallen the world if you're a fan. And I need to get it off my chest. I I've briefly spoken of it multiple times before. I feel um I went back through and I couldn't see that I actually did a full episode on these this pairing. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the greatest missed opportunity of the MCU and just an absolute slap in the face and and clear indication that these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Now, I've made it clear that I don't think that they know what the fuck they're doing. But when I think about this particular misstep, my blood boils and I want to chew on some glass as a fan. I mean, this is not like preoccupying all of my waking moments or anything. But when I do think about it, I get very angry. And I it's because I hate it's because I hate missed opportunity. I hate, you know when something's right fucking there and it's not 
it's not acted on. You know, it's set up, it's there, it's juicy, it's waiting. It wouldn't even be that hard to incorporate. And they just fucking glaze over it, gloss over it, whatever. It just, meh, doesn't happen. What what am I talking about, guys? What What is bringing up, what is this tale of woe that I'm alluding to? I am talking about the love story that never was in the MCU between Natasha Romanoff and James Buchanan Barnes. This is a canon thing in the comics. This is a huge, huge fucking deal in the comics. I don't know what run it is. I don't know what series. I don't know anything other than these two in the comics and hinted at canonically in the films have a very long torrid history together in that Natasha was indoctrinated into the Red Room when she was 10 years old and Bucky when he was the Winter Soldier also in the the Red Room KGB Hydra whatever the fuck it is was her mentor her trainer um he's the person who made her into the black widow like she was his student okay now from what i can gather he was on ice for most of her childhood so there's nothing there's nothing i i will put all of my hands on all of the Bibles and say that there was nothing weird or gross or non-consensual about their relationship because nothing happened until she was an adult, as far as I know. Um, And that when they started having feelings for each other, that when they would go out on missions together, for instance, and they were together and they were hiding their relationship, that that was when both of them have said that that's when they felt human, that that was the only good thing in all of that horrible stuff that they did together, that being together was the only good thing in any of it. And that being with Natasha is what helped Bucky to remember that he was Bucky and not the Winter Soldier. It was helping him to break his programming, even though she didn't realize that's what she was doing. um, That's what was happening. And that's why they kept brainwashing him. They kept wiping his memory and starting over and, you know, keeping him on ice for longer and longer and longer and, and, you know, trying to kind of get him back under control. And, you know, then she defected and, and when they found each other again, when they saw each other again, um, it's really very much glossed over in the MCU. Like Natasha has her moment where she says like going after him's a lost cause. I've tried. He's a ghost story. He shot me, blah, 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 all this other stuff. There's like hints at a big fucking history there and they do nothing with it. Not to mention the moment that I held my actual breath when uh, in Civil War, Bucky was got brainwashed again and was under mind control and Natasha was fighting him. And it just so happened that the moment she chose to deliver this line was, yeah, okay, his hand was on her throat, fine, whatever. But her thighs were also around his face. And she said, you could at least recognize me. Now, I 
legit drew a breath there. And I didn't let it out until she died in Endgame. Spoiler alert. Because I was hoping against all possible hope that something would be done with that. That's a gift of a line. That's a really good moment in a film that was not so good. Okay. And or Civil War had its moments. Most of those moments were about Sam and Bucky, right? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sharon. Uh, it is what it is. And not sorry, Tony, because you've had your time and I'm not going to apologize for disliking you anymore. But that moment happened. And then we did fucking nothing with it. All right. Also, then later on, you see... Bucky taking, has his pick of guns on the Quinjet, and he specifically takes Natasha's gun, right? And then later on in Endgame, he still has, or not Endgame, sorry, Infinity War, he still has that gun. And that is the gun he is referring to when Rocket makes him a deal and he says it's not for sale. But they don't speak to each other. They are seen standing next to each other once. And then that's it. That is all there is. There's no, there's no fucking follow-up whatsoever. None. And it's, um, it's super annoying because of the, all the shit that they did spend time on. There could have been one moment. Even I've checked the deleted scenes. There's nothing. There's, there's just no acknowledgement whatsoever. And I feel like, I was robbed personally and that as fans we were robbed because like these are two very complex just dark but not dark I mean I think complex multi-layered these are onions of characters all right and they deserve that ability to be fucking onions and they were made to be very shallow I almost said shallots <laughs> Onion jokes. Um, they were not shallots, but they were made to be kind of one-dimensional. Bucky, a little less so, I feel. Natasha had a couple soft moments, but really not so much. She was kind of the same. Anyway, she didn't get to go too deep. We got to see that horrible flashback in Age of Ultron, which, like, I pretend didn't exist. Um, where they they focused on all the wrong things. That could have been a moment to explore a little bit of that. There were plenty of opportunities and they squandered them, right? And that makes me so angry because it's it's not necessarily the prettiest relationship. It's not 100% pure. Um, it's certainly not as, you know, neat and wrapped up in a bow as somebody abandoning all their friends and family to go live in the 40s for the rest of the fucking world, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not as neat, but it is far more compelling than some of the bullshit relationships they've made us sit through in the MCU, right? I think we can all agree on that. And if we can't, fine, whatever. <laughs> don't tell me about it, okay? I'm I'm half drunk on Arbor Mist, so we don't need to get into that. Now, I am doing what I did last week. Now, this was actually a challenge because I love Bucky Nat slash Winter Widow fanfic. It's always hot. Oh, can you even imagine? Like, I've never read even G-rated stuff. I'm like, ooh, these two. 
I don't know what it is. And the thing is, I can't write it that well. So I'm jealous, not jealous. And well, I guess envious and jealous is the same thing. I, I wish I could. And maybe if I ever wrote more of it, if I would practice, then I, I could experience this for myself. This ability to write these super hot characters doing super hot things. But I don't really feel like that's my forte. Maybe that's something I'll work on in 2020. Maybe 2020 will be the year of Winter Widow fanfic for me. Probably not. But maybe. We don't know. Maybe these things could happen. Um, But yeah, it's always super sexy. And bravo to literally, literally every person I've ever read. There, I don't. I don't know of bad Bucky Nat fanfic. Don't tell me about it. I don't want to know. I want to recommend good stuff. Um, and I I could have recommended like anything. There's not as much as there is, say, for Shield Shock or even Winter Shock, which is Bucky and Darcy, which I won't read because they're my bro TP. But there's there's enough. And everything that I've read has been great. Like really, really great. And it's rare that that happens. Now, there is a lot of good stuff in other fandoms that I that I play in um, and other pairings. But this is like kind of an anomaly where like everything's great. Everything is sexy. Like they could be like fucking baking cookies together and it's going to get steamy. And um, because their chemistry just jumps off the page <laughs> or screen or tablet or whatever. It's there. It's palpable. It's undeniable. And in fic, it just comes right out, right? It's so good. So we've got the fix that uh, we're going to do keep with the theme with the longer fix for the readers and the shorter fix for the writers this week, um, for this month, rather. Sorry. Um, We're going to start with the longer fic because I almost forgot that this was my longer fic that I didn't have time to read. And I don't have time to read it, but I almost did because it was so good. Um, but so, let me get to the point. Okay, so it's actually kind of, they're both kind of set at the same time, um, the same place, same, not same place, but the same time, and the same kind of idea, but one's just like the extended, you know, whatever. Um, so the extended one is called... Some of the Colors Have to Fade by Impertinence. And this takes place um, during Natasha's road trip after Winter Soldier um, when she goes on a little sabbatical. They both take place during this, actually. Natasha's sabbatical after Winter Soldier um, where she she does her little trip around the world. She goes, I guess at some point she goes to see her family and or not her family, but like where her parents were buried. She goes back to Russia. She does all these kinds of things. And during this time, in both of these fics, she runs into Bucky. Now, the longer fic, I started reading and I was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> and I, I wanted to keep going, but I didn't have time. So the, the summary here is Bucky and Natasha drive around the country taking out Hydra agents. Along the way, Bucky learns a thing or two. It is E-rated, so I'm hoping for some sexy times, as always. Uh, these are actually, these are both, well, this the the... Shorter fic is M, but um, there's definitely sex in the, sh- in the shorter one. Uh, so that's something that I wish we'd gotten to see, even in flashbacks. I know that there's no, there was really no place for it in Civil War. Um, I was happy that Natasha mentioned it at least. Um, I thought it was kind of odd that 
They didn't mention it at all in Age of Ultron, but they didn't mention a lot of things in Age of Ultron, and they didn't do a lot of things right in that movie. So maybe it's not that weird. But she did go on this break, and she did have these experiences, and this is this is when this is set. Um, and so she runs her. She 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 goes. Bucky goes with her, I guess. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so she and Bucky are around driving around the country, and they're together. And I'm sure that there's probably seems to be from the tags anyway that there's like flashbacks and there's talk of their history together maybe there's a lot of like what does bucky remember that's my favorite thing when we play with when bucky pretends not to remember because he's worried about like hurting her or that it was one-sided or that she's gonna think he's some kind of monster and you know they were both monsters but now they're better and 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 that's just always like chef's fucking kiss right Love it. Can't wait to read it come December 1st. I'm going to have so much reading to do, guys. I'm so excited. It's probably a good thing that I'm working on my Christmas fix now because I have so much reading to do once I'm not beholden to my keyboard anymore. So this is good. This is good. This is a great idea that I had. Good job, Emily. Now, shorter fic that I did read that I loved um, was called... I Set Fire to My Maps by Victoria P, in parentheses, Muses Fool. Um, now, I have recommended her before. I assume it's her because Victoria is a traditionally female name. I have recommended this author before. Uh, she was featured on our um, We've Always Lived in the Tower Avengers Found Family episode that everybody really seemed to enjoy. But this fic, the... the um, Summary says, in which Natasha's road trip of self-discovery intersects too frequently with the Winter Soldiers for it to be convenient. So it's kind of like a five things. It's this all these times that she um, she finds him and she or she notices him. Sometimes they don't interact, but sometimes they do. And um, sometimes they really do. And it's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I spent, what, two weeks not giving you guys M-rated porn or e m or e um i spent two weeks giving you guys teen rated stuff so now we're back in the dumpster and this is some good sex so enjoy it it's very short not very short but it's uh well yeah 3500 words it's not you know it's nothing to sneeze at that's two days worth of of uh nano writing so good job there um it's good it's just good they um they do all of their things you know they it's one of those things where they just fall right back into uh like the muscle memory of being together and not just sexually but on missions and how they work with each other and how they work around each other and again something that was missed you know i mean i have seen so many fics and seen in the like panels of the comics you guys know i don't read comics but seen where you know they fight together not each other, like we've only ever fucking seen, but fight together and they're like, you know, extensions of each other in, you know, in battle kind of in the way that they fight in their in their hand-to-hand combat, especially because they spent so much time training together. And when I have mentioned them in my fix, something that I did mention is that it is hard for them to fight each other because they can read each other so well that there's it's very often just a stalemate because neither of them can get anywhere because the other one can kind of predict what they're about to do. Um, and I think that's cool. You know, I think that's 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 something that doesn't that's not a dynamic that happens a lot. 
um, especially with like the characters that we've been presented with in Marvel so far. I think uh, Gamora and Nebula kind of have that where they they fought each other so many times that it's it's more habit than, you know, actually actual violence. But that's not really what I'm seeing with what I what the potential was, I guess, for Bucky and Nat. And that does happen. They're not again, they're not fighting each other, but they're working together in this fic. And there's a lot of like him anticipating what she's going to do and and vice versa. And just like so good. Right. (laughs) Just like what we all want, always want, um, or at least I did anyway, wanted, I'm never going to have because even what's been leaked from the Black Widow movie seems to place it like, oh my God, I have so many thoughts about the Black Widow movie. I don't even have time to get into them all, but seems to place the, um, the, the time period of Black Widow after Civil War, before Infinity War. So again, she goes off on her own, I assume, except that she's supposed to be on Team Cap in, you know, as a fugitive with Sam and Bucky and Wanda. So I don't know what that's going to be about. Um, but anyway, there's no chance there. Bucky's in fucking cryo the whole time. So like, I'm not going to get anything at that point. And you know who else is bitter and sad about this? It's Sebastian Stan. Because there is no greater fan of Winter Widow than Sebastian Stan. He is a Bucky Nat shipper for life. And that is one wonderful thing that he and I have in common. And I will love him forever for it because he is unapologetic about it. And he fucking shuts people down when they try to hate on it. I love it so much. Never change, BB. I love you. Um, so yeah, so I don't I don't foresee any of this woe being assuaged by what we can expect coming up from the MCU, even Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't see them even addressing it, to be honest. I really don't. Um, a bunch of shit's gonna happen in that one. And again, I'm concerned that it's gonna be so action heavy that we're not gonna get all of the great Bucky Sam interaction that we're hoping for, but I ne- I don't know. All right. And one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode was because uh, they published some images from the set this week. And our boy is looking like a fucking snack in this leather jacket. He's got shorter hair again, which I wasn't sure about, but mm, it is good. He's got a leather, leather glove on to hide his, you know, metal hand, but he's just like looking fine. Good job, makeup department not makeup, wardrobe, whatever. Whoever puts these boys in leather jackets deserves a raise. Good job. You know exactly what we all want and you're giving it to us. So thank you for that. Now I am going to end on a bit of a um, bit of a different note. I know that I, I have my little soundbite at the beginning of every episode where I ask for shares and follows. And there is that point at the end where I say, if you want to support us and help us grow, please consider donating, blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't frequently bring up financial anything because I don't want to worry people. But uh, frankly, (laughs) maybe I should stop that. According to therapy, I should stop that. I should let people worry and I should tell them when things are getting a little kind of scary slim, which is where we're at right now. Um. And, you know, I love doing this more than anything in the world. 
and I'm not going to stop doing it. This is not a threat. I'm not withholding episodes. I'm not doing anything, but I am just, I do want to let you guys know that this does, this does cost to do not a lot, but it does cost. And it also costs time, um, which I gladly spend, but it is time that I can't be getting a second job if I'm doing this. And I know it sounds like, okay, you record one half hour episode every week. What the fuck are you talking about? But there is time that goes on behind the scenes that you guys, you know, obviously you're not, not about because you're, that's not what the part that's for you. That's for me. The point is, um, like I said, things are getting a little scary slim around here. And we do have these, um, these accounts set up, these, these options for people to help us. Um, if you are feeling generous, I know that late stage capitalism has fucked us all. So I know that this is, this is not, you know, going to be my way out, (laughs) but we do have a coffee fund set up. Um, coffee is, uh, there's a link in every episode, but I will, and I did post it on Facebook and I'll probably tweet it out again. Um, and put it on Tumblr. But coffee is a way to donate, you know, it's like three bucks at a time. It's just like, buy me a coffee. Um, In this case, it'll be like, buy me my asthma medication. Um, Or, you know, buy my groceries for the week. Things like that. Things that are, um, I've kind of, you know, we've cut back pretty much to the point that that we can't really cut back anymore. And, um, you know, it's not as simple as like, you know, I have relatives that are like, oh, just stop eating out every night and cancel your magazine subscriptions. I'm like, well, maybe I should stop smoking too. All of these fucking non-existent expenses that you think I have. Um, I mean, I do have a $500 a month budget for avocados because I am a true millennial, so I can't give that up by all means. Um, I'm joking my way through this because this makes me very uncomfortable and I hate having to do this because I I want to just be able to provide this wonderful content for you guys. Um, and I don't expect it but it would be greatly appreciated if you would consider. And if you have no extra cash, I understand it's the end of the year and everybody has stuff that they have to buy and whatever. And I totally get it. We also have an Amazon affiliate link, which costs you absolutely nothing um, and helps us. We get a little little kickback um, when you guys shop with that link. That's in our show notes as well. Just consider helping us out. Um, like I said, I'm not withholding episodes. This will not change how often I put things out. But um, I love you guys and I want to keep doing this and I want to be able to focus on making this podcast better instead of worrying about how I'm going to pay my bills. So if you have any options, if you have any uh, any any suggestions um, that isn't selling body parts or plasma because like already looking into that or prostitution because again, looking into it, but it seems very unlikely that at this stage of my personal body decomposition, anybody's going to be paying me for sex in cash. Anyway, you know, (laughs) Bud Light and a basket of curly fries, maybe not going to pay the bills. So that in mind, um, think about it. Help us out if you can. If you don't, can't I understand I still love you I still love you guys more than anything and I still love this podcast and I will continue to do it but uh that's where I'm at so yeah there we are read these fix guys read them tell the author who sent you um I hope you enjoy them I certainly did what I what I read of them and um you know I would say like 
pray with me about the possibility for Winter Widow in the future. I don't know that we're going to get it. So so join hands with me psychically <laughs> and, you know, just give me a little squeeze like it's going to be OK. We're never going to get this. But it's it's we know it's beautiful and we know it's there. And it was real. <laughs> and it was according to canon. It was the one good thing in all of it. Right. That's what Bucky said. And if Bucky said it, then we know it's true. Okay. The gospel according to Bucky is that his relationship with Natasha was the one good thing in all the bad stuff that happened to him. And on that note, I shall say, have a wonderful week. I love you guys so much. And I really, really, really want you to get your ship together. <laughs>